0: Welcome to the lifepurpose.com podcast,
1: it's the number one podcast in the entire cosmos for empowering and inspiring you to live your life's purpose.
0: My name is Hema Allman,
1: and I'm Gabriel Sarah.
0: And today's podcast episode is about Shadows Messages for Your Purpose.
1: So, last week we talked about the ego and we spoke about how ego is absolutely important for helping us to fulfill our life purpose. And for those that are just listening to this podcast, if you rewind a few episodes to the end of 2023, I started listening to a book called 10X is Easier Than 2X by Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy. And spirit or the God voice has guided me to understanding what that means to me and what I must do to 10X myself. And Hema, you also took an interest in 10Xing yourself. I think that that's something that we have constantly been doing since we first met was improving ourselves and healing any past wounds and traumas so that we could be the big ones to fulfill our life purpose with. But in that process over the last month or two, in getting my head around this 10X concept, the message that came forward for me, and then I think for you as well, was that in order to 10X, you have to assume a new identity. You have to create a new ego, basically. You can't do that if your ego is wounded. can't do that if you're still holding on to the past. So Carl Jung, a Swiss psychologist, has done research in depth on the shadow, and Carl Jung is not the first one to talk about this. He's not the first psychologist to talk about this is what shamans are for. Shamans have been doing shadow work for. Thousands upon thousands of years. So he's not the first one. But he was the one that created this as a mainstream concept. The term shadow work. And did more mainstream findings on this. So that the western world could come to accept this work. But shadow work has been something that shamans have been doing for a long, long time. But anyway, we concluded that in order for us to next... We need to address the shadows. We need to address and let go of the things that we have neglected. The shadow, our shadow selves, and we all have a shadow. Each and every single one of us has a shadow, by the way. And the shadow is the part of ourselves that we have neglected and we, that we have ignored. The shadow could be something as simple as if you were uh, your younger self, you were a kid. When you were a kid, maybe someone called you sensitive. Or someone laughed at you for expressing yourself or for crying. And in that process of them laughing at you, you took that so personally, you decided to close up and you felt that it was not okay for you to cry. And yesterday on our walk through the forest, we talked about the shadow of the masculine energy. We talked about the shadow That as far as I could tell, probably almost every single boy in the Western world in particular has been forced to live with. And that shadow that almost every little boy in the Western world has been forced to live with, myself included, is the shadow of the status quo of what it means to be a man, what it means to be a boy. And the shadow was the following. If you are a boy, boys don't cry. If you are a boy, and if you are to be a man, in order for you to be a man and to come into your manhood, you need a certain level of status. In order for you to be successful as a man, society deems a man's worth in how much money he has in his bank account. For a woman, it is in her ability to produce children. It is in her looks. It's in her beauty. For a man, it is basically what's in his bank account. And there are these standards that society has forced, or the mainstream of consciousness has forced, onto boys, onto men. And what that does is that creates a shadow. The boy or the man is now believing that in order for them to be a boy or a man, they must fit into these ideas that are for some people very unattainable they have to walk a certain way talk a certain way if you are a man or a boy and if you cry or express yourself that's not okay to do i think a lot of that is changing in this timeline however but it still remains that there are a lot of men especially the older generation that walk around very silent they walk around very repressed As I say this, I cannot help but think about your dad and how when he was growing up, he grew up from what the story, from what I understand, he grew up with a militant father that ridiculed him and criticized him for being sensitive. And what did that do to your father today? What are the effects of how that affected your father today? Because he was repressed from an early age, how did that affect him? How did that affect his feeling safe in the world and feeling safe to express himself? And how does that affect his mental health to this day? And there are a lot of men, I think, in particular, that do struggle with this. So we were talking about the shadows and we were talking about the masculine energy shadow and that the masculine energy shadow has been, it's always been there and it causes men to be something they're not, to fit into an idea of what it means to be a man. And I don't know how much that applies in today's world. And the reason why I bring all this up is because of the following. When it comes to living your purpose, from what I understand from the research that I've done over the years about this topic, is that if you were to live your life purpose, you have to have a healthy sense of ego I also believe, too, you have to have your head, your your mental health in check, and you have to be in balance with yourself. You have to have a sense of feeling deserving and feeling like you're a big one, feeling like you have a purpose in life and that you are capable and you are worthy of living out that purpose. Whether you have seen yourself speaking on stages, making movies, helping your community, You have to feel a sense of, I deserve to do that. I am worthy of doing that. That is for me to do. Otherwise, you live someone else's life. Otherwise, you follow in someone else's footsteps. And you do something someone else says you should do. When you don't really want to do it. And that creates a lot of internal trauma. That creates a lot of shadows. Because you're suppressing yourself. Because you are not acknowledging who you truly are. Hema, you had mentioned a couple of things about the masculine energy, the shadows. And I know that you're processing and and acknowledging more of your shadows at this time, but is there anything that came out to you about the masculine energy, the shadows, and how that affects your purpose today when it comes to taking action? Anything that you can share?
0: I believe in order to really bring forth your greatest potential into this world and to make it manifest and to live a life fully aligned to your greatest purpose, which is your greatest potential and to take action on it and to manifest it in your lifetime. We all need to be in touch with our masculine side and we need to be able to express our masculine traits in a very balanced and empowered way and if you have not faced your masculine shadows you may feel stuck in your life and you may feel paralyzed or unable to bring forth your greatest potential and you may not know why you may know that something is blocking you but you're not able to bring it into the world. You feel paralyzed. You feel unable to actually manifest your greatest vision in this physical world. And it's also related with the subject of money, your personal power, and your own sense of authority. These are all very masculine topics. And in order to really move forward in your life and walk with purpose, I believe we all need to face our masculine shadows in particular now, focusing and speaking about the masculine energy.
1: You know, when I think about the masculine energy, I think about if someone is to have a healed or balanced masculine energy, they know when to take action and they know when not to take action. I think you mentioned it the other day, yesterday, as we were walking. You mentioned something about how a lot of people can't sit still, maybe even men in particular, because they are not valuable if they are just resting. They're lazy if they're resting. And that creates a lot of problems because you're going to then be number one, you're going to be moving through the world and swinging your sword with a dull blade so your how much energy or how effective is your energy or your action going to be if you're constantly doing something if you don't take some time to actually pause and like let your body rest and recover before you actually do something so that you can do it with all your energy and all your focus but the other side of that is the constant need to do something does what for the ego it creates an imbalance one day you want to do this thing. Then the next day you want to do that thing. Then the other day you want to do something completely new. So you can't even focus on one thing. What kind of stress does that cause on you and on those around you? What kind of imbalances does that create? So a healed masculine energy is important for living a purposeful life or living your life purpose because it is from that place of balance and a healthy masculine frame And again, the opposite is true for the feminine energy. You also need a very balanced feminine energy to be creative and creatively express your life purpose. So you have the feminine energy that creates, right? But then you have the masculine energy that expresses. So you need the creative expression, the feminine and the masculine working together in unison within you. Doesn't matter if if your skin suit is female or your skin suit is, is male, it's the energy behind it. So this is a very important topic. How many times have we done something, taken an action that was absolutely wasted energy? And when do we say it's enough? When do we say we're ready to move on from this discord that we've created? Get back our time, heal these shadows. Acknowledge these aspects of ourselves that we have ignored and we've pushed away so that we can 10x ourselves, not just individually, but collectively all over the world. What is the potential of the human? What are we truly capable of? And what are we seeing today that keeps us collectively stuck in this loop? I think also I'm bringing this up because we have a lot more potential than I think we understand or are aware of. And we're only playing at a very small percentage of what we are truly capable of. But if we are to play at a higher level, play at a bigger level with our purpose, it is going to require us to heal these unhealthy imbalances within ourselves, to let go of addictions, to let go of misguided focus, to acknowledge what happened to us in our past, to acknowledge what we truly desire for ourselves and for our future, to be in full alignment and own ourselves and our bigness and to express what is the vision that we have for our lives. Hemma, you were mentioning to me several times and I think you've mentioned it to in some of the episodes on this podcast that, you know, you came from a family, although well meaning, I think a lot of people in your family circle, your relative circle, they Projected onto you wanting to live a, a life where you played inside a box. And what I mean is, you had a particular an aunt that wanted you or in, like would be encouraging you to go to school, go to university, get a degree to hopefully get a job, to hopefully be able to pay your bills. For what reason, for what purpose? Because she was afraid of your future? Or was it really because she was afraid of her future? If you look back at it now, what could you say about your aunt's shadows and her well being and her masculine energy within her?
0: I believe the majority of all our shadows, whether we speak about my aunt in particular or anyone, our shadows, they're going to keep us small and they're going to keep us playing in a box regardless. And in order for you to 10 X and in order for you to be the big one that your soul truly knows it is, you have to open the closet and let the shadows out. And that can be extremely uncomfortable and extremely scary. And I'm talking, I'm talking about the experiences that we had, the experiences that we, we saw with other people addressing their shadows. It, can and it may be the scariest thing that you ever gonna do in your lifetime it is gonna take energy it's gonna take a lot of love a lot of compassion a lot of forgiveness and a very huge open heart to integrate your shadows and to bring them back home but i believe in order for us to really grow and to evolve as souls as consciousness and to get higher on the vibrational ladder and to finally transcend poverty, consciousness, scarcity, consciousness, and all our personal and collective limitations, we need all to address our shadows and to come and be at peace with them. I don't know if that answered your question. Why do you
1: think it's scary to address shadows?
0: Because the shadows involve all the topics that we tend to avoid because it's uncomfortable because it feels uncomfortable. Because the shadows are associated with pain. And human behavior are motivated by two forces. It's pain and it's pleasure. And all our shadows are linked in one way or another to pain. And that's why we want to avoid it. And the more we avoid it, the bigger the pain body gets. And that's why, especially when you're sensitive and you're empathic, you can feel the density of the planet at times. At times it feels like the energy is so dense, it's so heavy, especially when you live in a city or you're surrounded by a lot of people. And that's why a lot of the empaths out there, the sensitive beings, you want to avoid large groups of people, don't you? Because you feel it, and especially during this time of ascension and bringing in a new earth and we're all shifting consciousness. Sometimes this planet can feel so dense. And the majority is because people are not in peace with their shadows. They are running away from their shadows and they're finding a way to distract themselves. They're finding ways to numb themselves and that brings us back to the addictions. There are so many ways of addictive behaviors which humans have created to avoid looking at the pain. The closet of the shadows gets stuffed every day with more shadows with more shadows, with more pain. The more you avoid it, the bigger the closet gets until there is going to come a breaking point where things are just going to explode. And we're going to, we're seeing the forms of explosions as manifestations as, for example, war, whatever is going on in the Ukraine. It's a collective manifestation of our collective shadows, guys. You have to understand this if we all come to peace collectively and we agree that our collective purpose is to clean up our shadows and we are at peace with our shadows, there's going to be more peace in the collective consciousness and with that, war is going to be transcended forever But whatever we see in the outer world as chaotic manifestations or as scary manifestations and then people get scared of what see what they see in the news and they're like oh my god this world is gonna end this world is so bad this world is so scary it's only scary if it is a representation of what's going on internally of people so bringing it to the point we're talking about purpose we're talking about life purpose we're talking about the masculine energy why are we speaking about this on lifepurpose.com why my message here is to everyone listening, we all have an individual purpose, yes. As a collective, we have a purpose to all face our shadows. In this time of awakening, in this time of the energies on the planet are rising, and so many people, in particular from my experience, a lot of men, a lot of boys, teenagers, they want to kill themselves. A lot of boys that have suicidal ideations, I would say more boys than women. Why? Brings me back down to the masculine energy. The masculine energy is the leader. The masculine energy is there as a protector. The masculine energy is there to guide also the feminine energy. If the masculine energy is traumatized, wounded, full of shadows, it is not able to be empowered. And that affects everything and everyone. So our collective purpose is to face our shadows. If we want to continue on with our lives in a productive way, in a constructive way, and if we want to truly find meaning and purpose, there is no way around but you opening the closet that you have avoided to open. And with a lot of compassion and an open heart and an open mind, Look at what is in the closet and embrace the pain because only through that it can be transcended and you can go to the next level. Thank you for listening to the lifepurpose.com podcast. If you enjoy our content, I invite you to also join our free newsletter where we share exclusive content. Click the link in the description below or go directly to lifepurpose.com and sign up to our newsletter. And now back to the episode.
1: What exactly are you doing for your shadow work that you can maybe guide someone on how they can do their shadow work?
0: A lot of your shadows, they're trying to get your attention through your physical body. And what I mean is if you have pain in your body and you notice uncomfortable sensations, that are repeating themselves. Let's say every day you wake up with a certain pain in a particular part of your body. It's not by accident. Most definitely there is a shadow attached to that pain that is trying to get your attention. And a lot of our shadows, they are sitting in the back of our subconscious. They're like standing behind us. Why? Because we don't want to look at them. So we put them on the back seat. And you may have nightmares or you may have paranoid feelings at times during your waking life or during your sleep time. Or you may have back pain or neck pain or stiffness in, 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 in the backside of your leg. These may all be shadows that you have been avoiding that are trying to get your attention. So with me, one way, a very powerful way that got me To address my shadows is to actually pay attention to certain sensations and uncomfortable pains in my physical body. And I would then be able to, first of all, face the pain in the body and then ask myself, okay, what are you telling me? And when I would ask the question, what are you telling me? Why is the pain in my body? I would see the shadows and and the shadows and the topics and the visions and the memories that i have avoided would come to the surface does that make sense
1: so you're saying in essence to acknowledge the shadow you ask the questions to yourself what are you trying to tell me if it's a pain in your body what are you trying to tell me
0: yes and also if if i'm not able to find the answers myself i i would get help and i did work with a beautiful um coach or a mentor or a therapist whatever you want to call it and she helped me she helped me understand what the messages behind the pain is and the shadows attached to it so if 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 you want to have a shortcut get someone to help you for sure
1: why is it so important to heal these shadows
0: before i answer the question i want to say that it can be tricky at times with the shadows because their messages at first cannot always be fully understood and it may be very confusing for you to actually understand your shadows and that's why i say get help if you need to and you ask why it is important to face your shadows
1: yes from what i have experienced and what i've observed is that these shadows i think they create these self-sabotage programs and they prevent us from moving forward with our lives so, like, if you want to 10x and you've got these shadows and you're still stuck in the past, you're not going to 10x. That's how I see it. So, the importance for me, from what I see with the shadows, with facing the shadows and healing the shadows and acknowledging the shadows, is to, to move on with my life.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and also, one could say that the shadow is our unconscious self. And if we bring awareness to our unconscious self we're actually able to expand our light. So it's like you're going into your own darkness to bring light into your own darkness. And when you do that, you're actually growing in terms of your soul, your soul, your light, your inner spark grows and can shine brighter and gets bigger when you face the dark areas within you. So it's like every time you face a shadow, and you illumine the shadow, you make peace with it. In a sense, you're leveling up. And let's just say your light gets stronger. And I believe when people do not face their shadows, it's going to pile up like a house that you never clean. At one point, you're just going to suffocate in your own mess. And I believe that is the point when people want to commit suicide. It's like, I have too much weight, can't handle it.
1: Or they're very fed up with their lives. Yeah, but either which way for me, this has been the thing over the last two months that I've, that has gotten my attention more and more and more. That's not to say that we've never done the shadow work. We've done it in different ways, but to actually fully really say, we're going to do shadow work now and really dedicate this year in particular to. Being open and available to whatever it is that comes up to us. This will be the first time, at least from my awareness. And from what I see is that it is important if we want to go to the next level of our lives in any category of our life, it's not just you're leveling up in one category of your life. If you want to turn next, you level up in all categories of your life. And in order for you to do that, it comes back down to your psychology, your subconscious mind, your association of your identity with yourself. How do you see yourself? How do you perceive yourself? And these shadows, from what I've seen, they can make us believe that we are only worth, but so much. So if let's say you're a fantastic healer or you're a fantastic business owner or whatever, whatever your profession is, whatever, it doesn't matter. And you charge a certain amount of money for your time per hour and you want to increase your value per hour but yet you cannot do it there's just something that is stopping you from doing it there's a fear that comes up inside of you you can't articulate or or come together with the right thing to say i'm going to double my my value per hour well why is that do you really think that it has anything to do with more certifications or more knowledge or more information Or does it have everything to do with your belief about yourself and about the stories you told yourself? It's all psychology. So the sooner that you address the masculine imbalanced energy within you, the sooner you can realign your energy and where your focus is. Are you all over the place? Are you doing too many things at once? Do you claim that you don't have enough time because you're so quote unquote busy? Where does, where did it become popular? to be so busy that you don't have time for yourself and you don't have time to look at yourself. And I think this goes back down to even still today. You see a lot of people going to bars, uh, partying, drinking alcohol, et cetera. A lot of people can't just be to themselves. And I'm saying this because if I look back at it now, when I was in my late teens and early 20s, especially when I was in university, I could not stand to be by myself. I had to be around people because I couldn't face my shadows. I couldn't do it. So I would go to the weekend parties. I would drink the alcohol on the weekends versus taking that time to actually look at myself and, and answer that question that I, that the subconscious asked me years ago, what's wrong with you? There's nothing wrong with you. It's just that you have these things that you haven't addressed. Mm -hmm. You haven't given love to these things about you. You're out of balance. And I'm saying this very importantly because if you want to be in balance, if you want to really be effective with your time, if you want to be really effective with your energy and with your actions and make the most out of it, make the most out of your life and your life purpose, look at yourself. And that's what we're doing. And... It may be hard to understand what the shadow is wanting you to acknowledge, but that's, I think, part of the process. It's looking through all these things and acknowledging all these things that you've repressed and getting back to the root of, okay, why don't I express myself? Is it because something happened when I was a kid? Okay, yes, chances are that this experience is what caused this. Okay, how can I move on from this? And it becomes difficult. The older you get, the more that you hold off on this. So it's important to do this now. The younger you are, the better. The older you are, still okay. But don't allow yourself to not look at these things
0: and take them to the grave with you. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the LifePurpose.com podcast. If you found this episode valuable, share it with someone that you know needs to hear this. And until next time on the LifePurpose.com podcast.